0: Is Carnival Personnel. I'm Joe. I'm Jacques. And I am Rodney. And welcome
1: to something. <laughs> uh, the category is Boring and Tedious for 600. Uh, a podcast started in 2017 <laughs> by a couple disgruntled. Uh, Hillary supporters.
0: <laughs> uh, what is Pod Save America? <laughs> yeah, there could be about a thousand. Right. But don't forget, the category was boring and tedious. Ah, uh,
1: right. Mm. So, so that, that was so. Uh, Try to guess.
0: Uh, what is Carnival Personnel?
1: There you go. woo Welcome to Sideshow. So today uh, we brought our good friend Rodney, also known as the voice of Worcester um, and game show enthusiast, on parallel with Joe, and it's like for years, I, like honestly, for years, like I've known Joe with I don't, I don't, you don't even, I don't even know if you call it an obsession, but anybody who has over twenty versions of board games of different nineteen seventy, uh, how many? We went through it one day. How many family feuds? How many different family feuds are in the
0: nerd cave? Two.
1: No, there's more than <laughs> yeah. Nice try.
0: I can't say because of insurance purposes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and so, uh, you know, Ronnie and I, uh, you worked for uh, worked for a sporting team uh, together last year. And one day, I mentioned. I think I mentioned, it's like, yeah, my buddy Joe mentioned he likes this game show network that, you know, spun off from that game show. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he went through the Wikipedia page off the top of his head of the history. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're like twins, (laughs) Um, you know. Mom was holding out on to me all these years. <laughs> <my goodness. laughs> right, yeah. um, so we, we've been talking about it for a long time, uh, Rodney. With his busy, and in, in you, you're going to give everybody your like, you know, your little uh, bio when we're done. But serious, when I say the voice of Worcester, we, we worked for the New England Pi- uh, the Mass Pirates last year, and my kids, who really don't, you know, aren't sports kids, they had fun at the game. Their favorite part of the game is Rodney's calls of, of touchdowns. It, it, it's, well, I it's epic. That. I appreciate it. No, I mean, they – and even when – you know, if on the Nessie rebroadcast, they would be like, want me to cue it up so they could <laughs> – like, even over the announcers on and talking, you can clearly hear, you know, the, the, the rafters vibrating with his bellowing tones. And he does, I think, I lost count, like 91 other sports in the city of Worcester <laughs> that you're affiliated with uh, doing lots of voice stuff. But you're here because – You love for game shows, but tell everybody a little bit about who you are.
2: Sure. So uh, my name is Rodney. Who are you, Rodney? (laughs) I'm a cancer. (laughs) Tell me about it. No, that's a guy in the White House, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, born and raised in Worcester, Massachusetts. Um, um, Obviously, uh, I work out there now, but uh, I have a huge passion of doing announcing, uh, so especially PA work. Currently, I work for Holy Cross. Also work for my old high school, Holy Name. Also work for Worcester State. Also, work for Becker. I also do, this is an economically, next year will be my, I believe, fourth year doing the What's the Telegram Gazette uh, City Basketball Tournament. I'm excited. You know, it's been, a, it's been a fun ride. and It's been growing for me, and uh, I'm looking forward to do more. I mean, I've gotten to do a couple games for the, um, I'm just having a blank right now. The man. Railers, hey, the, 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 sorry, the ECHL the railers? railers.
1: How about uh, the, what, the ba- what's currently? the baseball team? Um, have you done any?
2: I've d- done baseball. across I've oh, done all the the lacrosse. Okay. Uh, and how um,
1: many sports? Like, how many different ooh, sports have you? And you can count, like, girl, women's hockey and men's hockey as two different.
2: Yeah. Well, so, yeah, actually, women's and men's hockey, uh, men's and women's basketball, um, also men's and women's soccer, uh, women's, uh, oh, my gosh, field hockey, men's and women's lacrosse I've done. Obviously, uh, men's baseball. I've done. I actually done women's softball. Um, what else?
0: Any game shows in there? No, Have no you game shows. Any game shows Listen, yet? Listen,
2: if I had a chance to do a game show, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yes, I just love game shows. I don't know where it started. It, you know what? I think it started one day when I was sick from school. That's where it and, all starts. Yeah, and that's yeah, where it yeah. all, usually all starts. That's it. That's a gateway. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, Tylenol is a gateway drug to so The Price is <laughs> Right. <laughs> And all of a sudden I remember that it was actually The Price Is Right was one of the very first game shows I watched. Oh yeah. Nancy and seeing Bob Barker, you know, and And Barker's and Beauties. Barker, Barker's Barker's Beauties. Living. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was just uh just fun. The atmosphere, the the contestants, you know, from all walks of life and you know, their lives get changed in an instant, you know, and, and I think I just love it. Was It's kind of like reality TV, but it's more fun than anything.
0: It's a lot more structured yeah. and it's and also a game like Price is Right. It relies heavily on our audience participation right. and it makes it fun for the viewers at home to think that they're playing along and that they right. can actually someday be on the show as right. well. And uh, I, I'm like one of those people, too. I still, every
2: day, every time I get a chance to watch it from home or anything such as that nature, I'm still guessing the prices. Oh, yeah. I, I'm playing right there with them. I remember I had the app on my phone or the game on my phone. Literally, I played it one, I think it was the uh, Prices Right, Decades? Yes. And they, it was like a two-day span where I did nothing but play so I can get in. Uh,
0: obviously get in the contestant's role, get out of contestant's role so I can actually play a game. And, right, uh, I know the game you're talking about because they made it for a version for the Wii. Oh, wow. And... Okay it's set up like the the menu is set up like a 1970s living room yes and you can yes. play awesome. you could play pricing games by putting in like vhs tapes oh. that say the pricing games name on there and the the point of the game is to like play through the decades like yeah. you play the 70s version of the prices right and the 80s version so like there's like pre-sexual harassment lawsuit <laughs> and
1: <then> post-sexual <laughs>
0: harassment lawsuit but yeah then the, but then they also introduced, like i think they showed clips uh, like if you uh, if you were good enough on the game, you could unlock clips of yes. old shows. Yeah, I don't think they had any of the retired pricing games. No, like Professor Price. Wow. Do you know about Professor Price? Professor Price. Yeah, you're gonna have to look that one up. It was uh, uh, it was the out. only one that involved kind of like a mannequin or I, I, I yeah I guess like a like a, a talking head. It was the seventies. Yeah, they it were? was like the first season. You know, seventy two, seventy three, huh. and like you had to guess. You you were minus six. Yes, right. <laughs> I, I was minus six. Um, hey, but a
1: lot but we all know who the Beatles are, so it's not like any weirder that that's your champ, exactly. Right? right. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, so, so yeah, I think most people is the the gateway into this is a price effect right? because when you were home from school for you know sick and stuff, mine started actually with uh with the nighttime version of Let's Make a Deal.
0: Ooh, oh, wow. Yeah, I With remember Monty Hall. Monty, Monty Hall. Hall.
1: And yeah. I remember just, you know, being at my uncle's house because I was, you know, over there a lot as a kid thinking, I don't get this, but it's awesome. Yeah. And, you get know? to dress
0: up and get on a game show? Yeah. I, I always wondered, like, did you?
1: They- $100 if you have a red tic tac, a red tic tac. <laughs> you know, right. things,
0: women like, <laughs> th- I want th- 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 <laughs> right. Like, what? $100 to the woman who dresses a ketchup bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it, but that was, it was all like weirdly bizarre. And I'm like, And I'm actually thinking as a kid, like watching that, the mechanics of the show, like, did they like take a, do they drive to the studio dressed as like a, a giant taco I would like so. <laughs> get it out of the not? trunk do they, yeah like, and,
1: and like the honey dump out your pocketbook okay now let's make sure you have the following 57 items
0: that we need a Kennedy half dollar <laughs> a Kennedy half dollar
1: <laughs> you know and I did and and, and I've, I've had this thought recently like we make fun of by we I mean everybody in the Western Hemisphere <laughs> Japanese game shows because they're fucked yeah. up now did like some Japanese people see? Let's make a deal with Monty Hall and say, "Oh yeah, they're on to something, <laughs> right?" And, you know, it's like, and they just
0: took it and like, oh, "Whoa!" Yes. How can we work in women's panties <laughs> into this vending <laughs> in machine? Right? <laughs> they are
2: very risque with their game shows. It's, I mean, they they really
1: there's a borderline of risque, and it's like, oh somebody is definitely about to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: There is no uh, sort of waiver signed before they started this game, and uh, I'm I'm all in. So he was a Price is Right. Was Price is Right the first? Oh, absolutely, Price no. is Right. Yeah, I mean, I would watch Price is Right like like you, mm-hmm. st- staying home from school. I wasn't sick, though. I would just literally just not go to school. not like, <laughs> go to school. I can't. Oh, they skipped gonna- <laughs> it all. <laughs> They're going to play hole-in-one. I can't. <laughs> I can't just get up and
2: go. Mom, they're gonna play Golden Road. My
0: right, Golden Road! You know what that means? <laughs> All right,
1: let, let's start there. What is Joe? What is your favorite prices right
0: game? Ooh. Oh god. Oh, There's goodness. like 50. I mean, Plinko. Plinko, yeah, right, yeah. It's gotta be Plinko. I mean, as a kid, I didn't quite get the strategy of how to get the discs because first they present it with a Plinko board, and mm. then the contestant has to earn. They get one free chip, and then they have to earn four extra chips by guessing the prices. If it's higher or lower, right? No, it's a little no. bit different. So they, of like oh, ordinary yeah. items. yeah, the, fr- the, the two numbers. Yeah, yeah. whether the first yeah. digit is right or the last, the last digit is right. right. And, and yeah, I could never right. like figure out like, well, how are they supposed to know? But then like, <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I was Adam Sandler, confused Adam Sandler as a kid. I don't know how to play this game, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you? I want to play the pinko. But. <laughs> yeah, so you'd have to like guess if the if the um, you know the 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 pepper shaker was if the two was the first number or six was the last number. And then of course you figure oh if it's a twenty dollar item then the is the right number. Mm-hmm. And then they do that four times. You get the Plinko chips, you go up, you drop the Plinko chip onto the the pegboard and which is another Japanese kind of influenced game because that was a pachinko machine. And I remember the first time Plinko was introduced, I think it was the five thousand dollar was the largest slot? Largest and they, slot, yeah, And they, then it was like ten thousand. I think they went up to a million. Uh, there was some sort of, like they, they had oh, like they would a, have those special
2: nights where their big money was going to be done, or was it? Yeah, like the million. million it was like a million way. dollar
0: yeah. challenge or something yeah. like that. But um, yeah, Plinko was my jam. Wow. Uh, what about you, Rodney?
2: You know what? To this day, it's still cliffhanger.
0: Yes, because oh, I love hearing <laughs> that yodeling. <again. laughs> yeah, I mean, it
2: was so addictive. But I used to get afraid for the, the yes. when I was younger to have to fall I, I, over because I was always like
0: you know, I was cringing. I got so much anxiety. A that yodeling was haunting. It was <laughs> it just is. like creepy. Like you don't want to hear that like in an attic at night, you know. <laughs> Which why would I hear that in an attic at night? <laughs> but that's another podcast. So, but yeah, you'd hear that, and then like there is a strategy to, to play cliffhangers. It's 20, 30, 40. And you'll always win. Yeah. It, it, like the first price is always in the twenty dollar range. The second price is always in the thirty dollar range. Third price is always in the forty. But then you True. get the idiots who are like, you know, how much is this uh, uh, chiclet? <laughs> uh, it's it's got to be forty bucks, Bob. <laughs> got to be forty. And then you know, well, let's send the only man to his doom. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would. And that's when I would burst out crying at the end. <laughs> oh no, he's going to go over the twenty-five. No. Oh.
1: And you know what we call that? Tuesday. <laughs> oh. I thought
0: you were going to say autism, but... <laughs> no, no.
1: Oh, oh my goodness.
0: Oh. But, uh, yeah, so and I'm sure you have many. Uh, we don't want to get into your pricing game. Phase, no, no, though. but
1: I, I was going to... That's what I was going to say. I mean, that, that's... The
0: only Hands down. Cliffhanger. The,
1: not, not not a close second,
0: you know? I mean, they used to have games like um, Hit Me, which was like a, a oh, poker the, game. Uh, oh, no, yeah, Blackjack. Yeah, blackjack. Yep. yep. Uh, then they would have a game called Poker, where you'd have to, like, get... The right, there the would display like four prizes, and then you'd have to guess which prizes give you the best hand. Right. So, like, you know, if you guessed the price that was nine ninety nine, you'd have three nines, and then your, the, you know, the the point was to get more. Than the house, house you yeah, know, you get like a, you know a full I house. You don't see
2: that played a lot anymore. They don't know they, they, they can't. Yeah, even.
0: they can't it because I think all those card games like they've gotten rid of because they don't want to explain the rules of blackjack right. or poker on top of the rules of the game. <laughs> you know, back then in the seventies, everybody knew how to play blackjack. Everybody knew how to play poker. It's true. As a kid, everybody had a deck of cards.
1: Yeah. But you right. know, I have an eight-year-old who has a switch. You know, <laughs> but as a kid, it's like we knew how to play. By the time I was ten. Honestly, two or three different kinds of poker, the Texas holdem's. Yeah, and the,
0: um, yeah they don't have those games on prices right anymore. So um, that's the probably the granddaddy of the game shows as far as daytime game shows go. Yeah. Um, what other game shows do you remember watching as a kid, or even as like you know teenager growing up and and seeing, you know, during the daytime because they'd have like. Um, like when did you watch game shows, like in the 70s and 80s? Yeah, It
2: really kind of developed more in the 80s yeah. when I started really watching game shows. But it was always when I was home or homesick or when I had days off. Usually, I wasn't a big daytime game show fan. Oh, um, like was the other one I was big in the morning.
0: Well, um, oh, that's yeah. I mean, like that, just because there was so you many. You had like, Card Sharks right. in the morning, and then twenty right. and that's Still 20, one of
2: my favorite game shows. Car, player, car twenty five thousand dollar Card Card Sharks. 20, 20, 20, yep, Card Sharks is still one of my favorite. Jim Perry. Yep. Um, he had that great voice. Right. And was, just that. You know the excitement that he brought every time, like you know for contestant wings or anything such as that
0: nature, and it was always like the, the the questions you know if you hadn't seen card sharks, first, they bring out the two hot girls to deal oh, yeah. a deck of cards and then uh, lovely you, you had a row of five cards each, and then in order to gain control of whether or not you were going to guess at a higher or lower on your deck, you had to answer a question and the the question was always like a poll number like how you know. Uh, We asked 100 CEOs, uh, how many secretaries' asses have you slapped? (laughs) Debbie, how many CEOs, all white by the way, uh, (laughs) have slapped their secretary's ass? Well, I'll have to say that I, being a secretary of a CEO, have gotten my ass slapped. Um, So I'm going to say that's a pretty high number. I'm going to say 88. 88 CEOs, you say, have slapped the ass of their secretary. John, well, I'm not a CEO, but I do aspire to be one someday, and um, I slap my wife's ass on occasion, but um, it's just not the same as slapping a secretary's ass. So I'm going to say that number's even higher than 88. Wow, you are a real perv. <laughs> you think more than 88 CEOs have slapped their secretary's ass? Well, the number of CEOs that have slapped their secretary's ass is 100. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> 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 yeah that's my card sharks. i know skin. i thank I, you because you mentioned card
1: sharks quite a bit i think you I we, know, not, we, well maybe i brought you, you no you and, mentioned and, and, and you're, you're mentioned.
0: projecting yeah i I'm yeah, am curious uh, who's gonna be hosting the reboot yeah that's right the rebooting card sharks to um, be interesting i ca- i do like the celebrity host i guess you kind of have to go with that now in order to get people to watch and especially if it's like a once a week show if it was like right. a five five day a week type of show you i like a in, returning
2: champion <clears throat> yeah.
0: exactly you could put it put in somebody that's not like an alec baldwin or something like that right. but yeah I, hopefully yeah hopefully it's like a woman or something like different I okay mean, i wouldn't th- mind seeing ellen being the host of that yeah be um ellen no? you know, i don't know i mean i guess i mean she's got that game show that show oh, the game of the game of games game of games yeah. yeah so she's got her own which thing. is
1: a spinoff from her show Exactly. Right. Like they, they, took. So, okay, I'm going to reel it in a little bit and Please. try to focus it. Um, because that, that was one of the questions I had. It's like, are there women game show hosts? I mean, what is wow. thicker, the great book of female game show host or the great book of Jewish sports legends? Which, I'm which,
0: going to say <laughs> Jewish sports legends because the only female game show hosts that I can remember are, I forget her name already, but the woman who hosted uh, uh, The Weakest Link. Oh, yeah. It was from Britain. Yep. And Jane Lynch, who hosts Hollywood Game Night. Hollywood Game Night is actually a good one, yep. I must admit. Oh, well, uh, Vicki Lawrence did yep. host
2: Win, Lose, a Draw for a little bit.
0: Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She filled yeah. in, I think, well, I think when Burt Conway passed away. Yeah, Burt yep. Convy passed and she filled in. Um, but, yeah, there really haven't been a lot of female game show hosts. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been, like, celebrity panelists like Betty White. And you had like Kitty Carlisle from Kitty the 50s. Carl- um, you have um, Brett Summers from Match Game. I mean, you you have yeah. all these personalities, but ne- it's always like yeah, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. But I, yeah, I think yeah, we need a little bit more diversity when it comes to game show hosts.
1: Yeah, game show hosts come from the Republican Party. I think all middle-aged white guys. <laughs> you know. um, okay, so so there's a lot of reboots. What are some of the best First of all, let's start out with that. What are some of your favorite reboots over, like, the past? Because everything that's old is new again. I mean, they right. brought back, every, you know, I don't consider, like, the gong show a game show, sort of speak. Mm-hmm. But from that to Match I mean, all these games are coming back. What are some of your favorite reboots the last few years?
2: Match Game, probably. Yeah, Match Game, um, you know, now it's was funny. We were talking earlier that... Uh, I wasn't sure how Alec Baldwin was going to be as a host. I'll be totally honest. When I first saw that, I was like, really? Uh, you would have thought they would have had a, more so like a comedian or anything like that. Because uh, I think Andrew Daly, they were supposed to do a reboot years ago. They the did. On TBS, they, they filmed
0: it? it. They said that I, we actually brought it up on the a podcast because there's an unaired pilot that is on YouTube. Or oh, not, it is on YouTube. Not YouTube. Um, oh. It's on like video motion. I don't know, Robert Smigel, I guess, helped produce that show. Uh-huh. And it's a it's it was a carbon copy of the Gene Rayburn match game, like the set the classic. Yeah, it was look a, and everything. Yeah and, yeah, and Super Dave Osborne was one of the panelists Aww. on there, and Sarah Silverman and Sarah Silverman. Norman. I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but Andy Daly was the host. Yep. And so he, yeah. So that does exist out there. All right. They did I was
2: Dave, I was surprised because I was excited once I saw that that was going to be a coming out, and I was like, oh, I never, never really got legs underneath it. But uh, match game definitely excited. Actually, I'm impressed with Michael Strahan. I, I must admit. Oh yeah, he he does a good job on a hundred thousand. Is it
0: hundred thousand? Yeah, think? the hundred thousand dollar period.
2: Yeah, and I think he really he plays the host role real well. Yeah, and I, I give credit because you know he's a man of many talents. Obviously, Good Morning America. Obviously, with his NFL. work with Fox Sports, with the NFL. Yeah. But it, it's fun to see him on there. He has good interaction with the. Uh, hey, he keeps it loose and he and, keeps and it moving. The, you know, the celebrity
0: guests. Right, and he, and he and he kind of took a cue from the old Dick Clark way. Yes. Like they they must have drilled it into him. Like because I think the producers were purists. They're like, we want this to look modern but feel like the old game show. So mm-hmm. like the timing is basically the same as the old game. The mannerisms, like the phrasing, right. the phraseology of like how Dick Clark would host the game yep. isn't what Strahan would now use. Um, but the energy is there too, because oh, yeah. you have like Leslie Jones on there, like trying to, and she gets freaked out, you know oh, so yeah. you, <laughs> and she knows that like she 's great she, she knows that great. if she 's trying to win money for the contestants, you know it 's not all about her, but she 's just like really nervous, she just wants to do well, but she can 't help but beat <laughs> leslie jones um, but I, I like the I like the way that that game actually plays out and pays out because right. there 's two rounds of the game, so if you go to the bonus round in the first half of the game you win $50,000. So you can win $50,000. If you stay around for the second half and win that second round and you go back to the winner's circle, you can win an additional $100,000. So you could leave there with $150,000.
2: Not a bad day's work, I must say. uh,
1: Quickly, um, Joey on Pyramid or Cliff on Jeopardy? (laughs) Which was the best uh, time a sitcom ventured into the game show world?
0: Um, I'm going to say Nell Carter on Wheel of Fortune. No, I don't. Know. <laughs> or it could have been the Google that I was like, I think thinking, actually. I think maybe Mama's family had gone on Family Feud. Yes, oh, yeah, oh, did. wow. See, in, in the eighties, this right? is yeah, why 80s. I love. It's, it's the so only much. decade that that could have possibly yeah. this happened. This is why oh, I yeah. love you so very, very much. But I, if you say Joey versus Cliff, I actually hadn't seen the Cliff Clavin episode. I know the punchline. Oh, but you're but not I, there yet. No, I'm rewatching Cheers on. Like, I've never watched Cheers. Watching
1: rewatching means if I rewatch Battlestar Galactica because I have no life. (laughs) Fun fact, I started re-watching Battlestar Galactic.
0: Well, then we'll save that for the past podcasts (laughs) you've already heard. Obviously not the reboot, but the original. Uh, uh, the good well, but, well, no. The, the reboot. No, we're not going to. This is this. about game shows. Yeah, <laughs> the reboot
1: is the greatest show in the history of television. The original only lasted one season. It's great. Uh, you know, Rick Springfield played.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: awesome. Oh. But now, now staying on that. But you, so you haven't got the clip Clavin yet. No. Okay. So, and okay. North,
0: but I also didn't watch Friends. But I had seen the clip. You know, th- things that are white.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you it's like, know, like, well, I forget what it was, but the answer was milk. It's in your fridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's white. A ghost! You right. know I mean? and then, <laughs> and then at And like, when then when the poor schlub was trying to win the money, it's at the commercial break. He's like, yeah, those questions are really hard. And she was like, yeah, what would a ghost be doing in my fridge? <laughs> and I just looked
0: at him like... <laughs> and that was the Donny Osmond version of Pyramid. No, oh,
1: Is Pyramid a reboot? Or did it ever go away? Would it... Like, yes, it did well, go. Was it seasonal or?
0: It, it had phases, so you had the twenty thousand. You had the twenty thousand dollar pyramid. Yeah. The, well, first of all, you had the ten thousand. then the twenty. The 20 yep. Then the short-lived fifty. Yeah. Those were all taped in New York. Then they moved the show to L.A. and that became the twenty-five thousand dollar pyramid in the eighties. Yep. Which then had the special one hundred thousand dollar pyramids. Yep. Bringing back
2: people that uh.
0: Were had on the, the, the quickest open.
2: times of winning the pyramid. Yep.
0: Yeah, and they had tournaments, yep. and then that stopped in the late eighties. And it kind of went away until the Donny Osmond version, which is what Pyramid was yeah, simply Pyramid. It was, it was right? just called Pyramid. Yeah. And then, speaking of unaired pilots, when they tried to reboot the uh, current iteration, uh, Andy Richter hosted. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they taped a, a series of pilots with Andy Richter as the host of the Million Dollar Pyramid. Oh wow! I think they were calling it the Million Dollar Pyramid. Didn't they have a brief time on the Game Show Network,
2: too? Because the guy from the—I forgot what show he was uh, um, on, but they did have a brief time when it was on the Game Show Network. Yes. Oh, which,
0: the old What, the old $100,000 pyramid? With the
2: $100,000
1: pyramid. Yeah.
0: yeah. But that was, there was the reruns, though. There no, it was a reboot. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh.
1: I don't remember that when one. When you went through that whole thing, I'm like— I wanted to point out there was no Wikipedia in front of you. You, <laughs> you, you, you went Which through that. Yes, you're, you're cool. No, I'm, in, I'm, I'm saying the opposite. I wish I could retain it. Now, the funnest part about Pyramid is always the celebrity. And, and are there celebrities out there today who 95% of what they do is a on game shows? Because all through like the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, it was always you went from Pyramid to. Um, to tic tac toe, to you know, I mean the people like uh McHugh. What, what, what's her? Oh, Steve, no, uh, no, no, the madam and what was what was the the female ventriloquist, the old lady, like she had. Oh, I, I see the woman's face. It was like, or maybe it was. Yeah, it was madam. Madam, right? Madam, yeah. and who was the?
0: I forgot the guy's name. Okay, dude. come on. Obviously. What do you think? But, I am, but a that, loser? but
1: that. <laughs> That's all these people did, and, and you go through it. It's like we live for Paul Lin, and I think ninety percent of his careers, thanks to no. the Jews, was on the uh, <laughs> Hollywood wow. Squares. Hollywood Squares. Oh yeah, no, Paul Lyngkus.
0: There's a little story about Paul and not liking Jewish people, so he uh, he blamed uh, the Jews <laughs> for not giving him the shows that he He basically blamed them for not giving him. Like being a bigger star, right? Right.
1: Because he was a huge star in his head. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But 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 now nowadays, I mean, are there? I mean. The the hosts are obviously celebrities, but there are you know. Well,
0: I mean, it's also harder to get a foothold because you don't have games that run five. You don't have panel game shows five days a week. You know, like that. There's no room for that on right. t- Like the panel shows now are like you know the View, the Talk, the Chat, the shit, the fuck, the, you the, know? the, the give me a gun, right. the
1: let me blow my brains. Yeah, out. right. The, it's just this where we are in life?
0: <laughs> you, right. Those are all the the types of shows you see on daytime now. You know, Ellen Bring and back you know, game shows. Well, yeah, please. Well, they do, they, but, yeah. but it's all prime time. Which is fine because that's the thing is that these old game shows that are coming back now are satiating like this sort of like desire for older people, folks like myself mm-hmm. and Rodney to see these old game shows being played in a modern setting, but it's not feasible to throw it on there five days a week. So it comes back as like, a little bit, you know, 13 episodes in one hour Respect. chunks. Yeah. So
1: Pyramid yeah. is your favorite reboot or re.
0: I say match game. Match game. And yeah. what
1: about you? What about. Of- because I know they brought back. I thought you might have gone. Is Double Dare a game show? Yeah, they did. They, yeah, they, they brought, brought back, back. No, no. But what you consider that? Yes. Like, I thought you almost. I absolutely. Using, I thought you would have said that might have been. You your know
0: favorite. what? I kind of. I was. I, I didn't consider it, but I, Double Dare is probably because it, it was zeroed in on my generation. Right. Like I was ten years old when that show came out. Right. And you I, always wanted to be on the show. Like. I, and I didn't have Nickelodeon it until like ninety one, but yeah. it was on. But they showed it on Fox. So I always wanted to be on that show. Um, fun fact: I do have the Double Dare home game. It's just not down You gotta here. be kidding me! Well, yeah, I bought it on eBay, of course, three years ago. But um, I is don't want to brag. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Call back to the <laughs> the attic. yes. Um, no, yeah, you're right. I kind of discounted Double Dare, but it's uh, yeah, that was like Mark Summers is the man, you know, and he's touring now. Like he was, he came to this area like last week doing the Double Dare tour. So wow, good, good for them. Now, the people who were on Double Dare as kids or wanted to be on Double Dare as kids are parents and want their kids to and be want on want the Double kids Dare. to be on there. Yeah. You know? So, it's fun to watch. And I don't know. I, I, liked, it.
1: Uh, I liked it. So, what's your favorite reboot?
2: I, I would say right now would be the $100,000 pyramid mm. right now. And now, you know, I'm holding off until I see the summertime when I see Press your Luck being uh, brought back. Kind of interested to see Ryan Seacrest as the host on that. Oh, is he going to be the host? Supposedly, he's going to be the host. Mm. I'll watch so, it anyway, uh, you know. I, <laughs> and, I, and I hope with the, with the game shows being rebooted, they keep it to the purest. Yes, you know. And you want to see the big dinosaur board right. with, a, right. with a, mean, the with the. I mean, that's what made the. I mean, everybody when you see Press Your Luck, you say whammies, but it was
0: the big board. I mean, the, each square I think was like six feet tall. Really, I think because I, I remember seeing episodes where Peter Tamarkin, the old host, would um, walk in front of the board, and he's like. Like, his the top of his head was just hitting the top of the the bottom square. Like, that was a yeah, big fucking a big, board. That's yeah. a big board. I mean, I, I might be wrong, but that was a big fucking
2: board. So, you know what's so funny? and Because I was thinking, I remember I was talking to him about it, um, you know, getting ready for this. And I actually watched the episode where the guy who memorized the...
1: Uh, we did a whole sideshow about that did guy. Did you? Yeah.
2: Michael Larson. Michael Larson. And it was amazing. just interesting because it was the same... I'm sure if you saw the episode... It was weird to see that you hit the same areas on the board, right? Now, well, they did a, a special. I they try to see if you know they try to run and see if
0: they uh, how they can discover if he was cheating. or not. there's a great what's the name of the documentary? Oh, there's so G- was, Game Show Network. Like when Peter Tremarkin was still alive, yeah. uh, he he hosted a documentary or a special called uh, "Big Bucks: The Pressure Luck Scandal." Oh wow! On GSN, and um, they explain like they they go through it. Every minutia, like frame by frame, exactly like who he was, Uh how he— It's a Pruder film. Right, it's (laughs) a Pruder film of game shows. But basically, he was a guy who stayed at home, uh, tried to do get-rich-quick stuff. He figured out, oh, there's like a pattern to this. Uh And he would videotape the show and then memorize it and then try to play along at home. And so when he would hit pause on the tape and try to stop the board on his own, Uh he knew there were only two spots that never got whammies. There were two spots on the board that would never, ever get a whammy. Then that's and, impressive, and that's and, and there was <laughs> and there were six patterns. six patterns. There were only six patterns at the time, uh-huh. so he figured out and memorized the six patterns, figure out the timing on the plunger, uh-huh. and know when to stop when the lights are only in those two spots, and you're always gonna you know you're always gonna get at uh, either something with a spin, yeah, and the, then you're just gonna keep the going. Doc-
1: the documentary. It, it it's it's mesmerizing because they're talking to the producers who were like literally shitting themselves. It's like he's going to kill our budget for the for the, <laughs> year. For the like, year. Like right? they were literally worried about how how much this was going think to is how much this money, going to plus
0: would be the show back in the eighties. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I mean the the, the biggest payout I think until then. F- I mean Pressure Luck apparently had been the highest paying game show on television at the time, at you time. know, because you could walk out, uh, out with over $10,000 worth of cash and prizes. Right. But, um, yeah, he ran them for 117000 I forget the number. Right. Shocking, I forgot the number. <laughs> but um, it was weird because at the end of the episode, he passed his spins, finally. Right. After, like, literally, I think, oh, I think it was like a 40-minute run. Yeah. In, for, was in the second s- round. He was just going and going. And they had to split up the episode over to, t- to two nights. Because they couldn't oh, wow. fit, they had to fit the second round, and the second round took up the entire uh, second episode.
1: Uh, never aired it again, right? It, not till the documentary saw the light of day. Did they let anybody see that? Because they were just, yeah, and, and 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 they did. They did a big investigation, like what was that game show and the quiz show? It yeah. was, became this. Oh, yeah. Literally, let's bring in how to figure out. Let's talk to every. PA in the background, it's like, was you know, how how was he able to do this? Because they really thought, I think there was a lot of people who thought it was a randomized thing. They did, I don't think many people knew internally that there was only six patterns, right? Yeah, that you know, that somebody, and who, I'm sure when they reboot it, they're gonna make sure.
0: Oh, the time. next step was yeah. there, they, they shut down production, they added more, ran, uh, like they, I think they made it to like you know, over a dozen it could have been more, and yeah. then just and they made it like truly randomized, yeah. so that it was uh, it couldn't be done again.
1: Okay, so that's where we, are you know, because you mentioned Ryan Seacrest, you know, being the new host, and it does it makes me sad that it's, and I get it. it's like you know it's all celebrities as the host thing versus the host becoming celebrities, like right. you know, and it, it's one of those things you go and you see an animated film, it's like, okay, why does this, you know pink dinosaur have to be yeah, Ellen DeGeneres' voice? Why can't it be? You know, I mean, it doesn't help the story along or anything, but it's to sell the show more. Right. I don't, I think the shows sell themselves. I don't, I. don't. Would you watch it without,
0: you would watch it even more without Ryan Seacrest? I, it's, it's, let's actually talk about that. Like the old game shows from mm-hmm. the hosts from the 70s. Those guys came up from radio. They were right. radio announcers. Wink Martindale is the granddad. Who, who oh, I man. got
1: to meet a couple times. Nice guy. Well, the little post house that you worked in, and and yeah. like there was two Dick Clark Productions, which was about four doors down. They vaulted some stuff there. Wig Martindale, which is at Buena Vista, which is right across the street. And I forget the other host, but it's like, and it's tough because somebody like him. Can't go out of the house, and Lexi looks like him. Right, you right. know
0: he has a YouTube channel still. Oh yeah, I watch. You watch. I'm, I'm ter- Yes. Did you yes. watch? The, I
2: have no live folks. Yes, I watched that too as
0: well. Did you watch the I'm when proud. they when they brought back the Tic Tac Doe? Yes. Yeah, and they they so like I guess the guy who runs his YouTube channel is like a are like a big game show fan, and he's probably helping him kind of promote his stuff. And I guess part of his payment is like, oh, by the way, wink. Could you come over to my house? And and he, this guy also does faithful computer recreations which was impressive of of these old game shows and he'd have like Wink Martindale come over and for his friends or you know sometimes he'd have like a couple of celebrity friends like older celebrity friends and they would reenact tic-tac-doe in his living room and with the with the lights, like they and and Everything, yes. yeah. It's like well,
1: like when Kramer bought the set. Yes, but it's all on TV. But it's
0: but Wink Martindale comes in dressed up like Wink Martindale, and he sounds like Wink Martindale. He's got the timing. Like he's not yeah. like an old funny duddy. He's like, oh, that's Wink Martindale. It's almost
2: like he never took a day off from the
0: game. Right. Show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so he's just so smooth. But, and, and yeah, he's awesome. And but yeah, he's an old radio guy. But he there was a system in place. You had a guy named Bill Cullen. Bill Cullen. Yes,
2: so Blockbusters.
0: Bill, yes, man. Blockbusters was, was a big favorite of mine. Child's yeah. play. Wait, wait, what was Blockbusters? Uh, Blockbusters is a game which was actually much more much more popular in yeah. England than in the United States. It only lasted like 3 seasons on NBC. Which I was kind of surprised. Yeah, NBC yeah. Da- I think this is like late it was early 80s, NBC daytime. Yeah. And then by 83 they decided to purge like all game shows from yeah. their lineup. But uh Blockbusters was this game where You'd have all these, like, hexagons, like a, almost like a honeycomb pattern on a board. But every honeycomb hexagon was filled with a letter. And what you would have to do is—the um the point of the game was to see if two heads were better than one. Mm-hmm. So you'd have a, t- a pair uh versus a single person. And they'd have to— I'm in look- my happy place. <laughs> I'm in my
2: happy place.
0: So you're looking at the board with this honeycomb pattern. Wait. The honeycombs are big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay.
1: Yeah. It's not, small. Small. No, it's not no, no, small. No, no, no. <laughs>
0: not small. <laughs> honeycomb's got a big honey taste, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry. laughs> had to. There was a white team and a red, uh, a red team, mm. and you would either have to connect a path, either going from top to bottom or left to right, and the uh, hexagons would have a, a single letter in it, like W or whatever, you know, just randomized. And then... The question would be, like, you know, uh, what W is the capital of the United States? And you'd bring in, you know, you'd say Wisconsin, and then you would be wrong because it's not (laughs) the answer. Um, And um, you do that enough times and you make a a path and you go to the bonus round and you do the gold rush. The gold rush, rush? yes, for $5,000. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Rodney pulls that out. I would love that,
2: man. It was, ah. Yeah, getting chills right now talking
0: about. But it, then was like, that yeah. a
1: daytime, yeah. afternoon, or night? Da- that, was that, morning. Was morning. that was morning. Morning. Yeah, it was like a ten no.
0: o'clock in the morning kind of show. Or, um, and uh, Bill Cullen was the host. He also hosted a, a Chain Reaction. Chain Reaction was real good. Yeah. He hosted. If he actually, if you look at, I think he hosted the original Match. You know, Price is Right. He hosted the original Price is Right. Oh, uh, did he? In the fifties. Oh wow! If you look at tapes from that, uh, he looks like a, a Matt Damon with glasses. Really? Yes. And not many people knew at the time, but he had polio as a kid. And he couldn't walk well, which is why he wouldn't do a big entrance. He would just sort of come in around the corner just enough ah. to stagger over to the podium and just sort of lean on the podium or sit on a stool. Mm. And I forget what game he was hosting. I think he might have been hosting Pyramid like as a guest host. Because uh, those daytime game shows, they would have guest hosts right. from time to time. And I remember hearing a story of Mel Brooks was the celebrity guest. And Bill Cullen was the host. And Mel Brooks didn't know anything about like his health or anything. So Bill Cullen, during commercial break right at the end of the show, uh, walks over to say hi to Mel Brooks. And he's walking with a stagger because of his polio. Mel Brooks, being a funny guy and not realizing that, oh, he's not doing a shtick. He's really you know got some leg issues, started walking like him oh. back to oh, him. Oh, and Bill Cullen loved it. He was, he was like, <laughs> nobody has ever done that to me like uh, of your you know because mel brooks i think only mel brooks could get away with that you can only pull that off but like nobody's addressed that to me It kind of like made light of that issue to me to my face and it's it's, it was i mean the old dude behind my back i (laughs) can hear the whispers in the hallway right but he loved it so um uh yeah and and did he also host password no that was um alan ludden who who was married to betty white password you know what is the password the password the is password is yeah. married to. Look, you even know who they're married to. Well, I mean that was a big thing. I mean, you watch enough of these shows, you get to mm-hmm. know these people's personal lives. But the password, there were other, there were iterations of password. There was the original password from the '60s, mm-hmm. and then it went away. And then they brought back what was the password plus password plus with Alan Ludden, Alan Lund- and then yeah. until his death. So mm-hmm. he died. Um, Tom Kennedy filled yep. in for him afterwards. If, if
2: I remember, Tom Kennedy was the host of Body Language
1: too. Yes, yep.
0: that was an 80, 84, yeah. uh That was a, a game of charades. You would play with celebrities, and you would have to mime certain actions. That's another game.
1: Okay, what what's a game show that hasn't come back? Because you guys just mentioned like four game shows, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> okay. I, well, I was going to go this, on the line the, uh, the history of Password. So they had Password okay. Plus. <laughs> yeah. Then they had Super Password with Bert Conley. Bert Conley. Uh, yeah, Burt Convey was, um, you know, he was an actor, but he was also, he also, like, he's I always saw him on Love Boat, all yes. the time <laughs> Yes, yeah, he was one of those guys, but he had, like, he was like a singer, he was a stage guy, and a producer, he produced Win, Loser, Draw with Burt Reynolds um, in the 80s, and then he died of cancer, you know, the cancer, eh, it doesn't give a shit, but then um, they did bring back Password briefly in the 2000s with Regis m-
2: Philbin Yes, and Million Dollar they- Password
0: when they brought that back, and then
2: I saw how they were doing it i wasn't a fan
1: yeah i, I couldn't because apparently I, I, not a lot of people were right yeah. it was. it was was only one season
0: yeah, right? it was like and it was one of those nighttime shows right. where like you know thirteen weeks probably wasn't a season is like whatever, but Betty White was actually one of the contestants and in the episode that I seen that episode, but um yeah, Betty White's great. Did I mention Betty White? Love Betty White. Oh
2: my goodness. Yeah. I, I love her and everything when I you know, you see her on the old and the match games, and you see her back in the days on Password and Tattletales. Tattletales. Remember Tattletales?
1: Tattletales? Yeah. Do you Tattletales know what Tattletales is, tales is Jacques? Of course I, you do. I do know what Tattletales is. I couldn't explain the intricate rules of the game, right. But right. I know of Tattletales.
0: Uh we don't want to gloss over um. I mean there's just so many game shows to talk about. I mean, we can look at my board game collection over there. <laughs> you know, and I just mean, go like from there. Yeah, I mean, Trivial Pursuit the game show. It's a game show based on a board game that has a home game. <laughs> like it's the Inception yeah. yes. of, of game shows. It's the turducken of <laughs> <laughs> of game show home games. Um but the, of course Jeopardy, Deal or No Deal, the I new Monopoly. Yes. That was brief time. Did yep. you ever see the pilot episode of that? No. So Monopoly was produced by Merv Griffin, mm-hmm. and it was like 1990, I think it was. It, it, it had come out. And um, thank you for that. I just <laughs> never see <you> this happen. <laughs> I, yeah, I just took a picture of Joe.
1: He is a bride on her wedding day. When, <laughs> when, I, when I say he is glowing. I'm a brightzilla.
0: When I say he is glowing
1: right now, seriously, this is this – is, we're, we're going to start a whole new podcast. This is, this is an hour and shows. a half
0: long sideshow. This is great, as it should be. But uh, the, Monopoly, the Monopoly game show with Peter Tamarkin is the original – I take that back. Peter Tamarkin was the original host. Uh-huh. He was not the host. Because the host was this unknown up and coming guy who kind of went away after Monopoly. I think he was like a PA that Merv Griffin may have seen on the set and thought that he could, we could get him to do just as good a job as Peter Tamarkin. Because I think Peter Tamarkin didn't like the format. Right. But my point is that not only did they have like this giant Monopoly board mm. that contestants would use to see where they were in the game and to see what properties that they had owned, yeah. but they also had a. Little person dressed as Mister Moneybags, and hop around on. I, I'm the sure. Board. I'm, I'm sure see, we could bring that back
1: today, I and that, that would
0: where fly, that could cause right? A
2: little bit of uh, issues.
0: Little so bit nice. <laughs> that is also on YouTube. You can watch that. Oh, that's, um, but that. and the, again, going back to the game show home games, uh, Millionaire, Price is Right, <laughs> Concentration. Do you watch? Have you watched that? The buzzer has brought back the old Concentration games from. You, have you ever seen Classic? I watched the Classic Concentration yeah. in the, from the, was it in the 80s, 80s with 80s, Alex early Trebek. 90s? Yeah. That was the the single years for Alex Trebek, where he was a little randy with the uh, female contestants. <laughs> it's fun to watch him try to like, because you see him as this sort of staid and classy guy right. in Jeopardy, but little did you know that he's kind of a horn dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's interesting to watch him on Classic Concentration. Oh, yeah. It seemed um, like
2: he was always hitting on yeah, right.
1: And then to have him. To and now that. you
0: see him now, and it's just like. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully. elderly statement. Yeah, stage four pancreatic cancer. But you know, <laughs> hey, he's got at least three more years to live. Uh, the oh, cancer, the cancer, it doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, and of course, Family Feud. We we haven't talked. We haven't even scratched the surface on Family no, Feud. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. I, mean, I want to get there now. Okay, you when know, do we get to the fireworks factory.
1: <laughs> Put the badges down. We're on our way. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, they say there's a first
2: time for everything. And this is the first time we've not been able to complete our game in the appointed time.
0: Tune in next week for the exciting conclusion to Carnival Personnel sideshow, Game Shows.
2: Right now, let me say, Bob Barker reminding you, help control the pet population. Have your pet spayed or neutered. Five